welcome back to another episode. I hope you guys are all doing lovely, that you guys are feeling happy, healthy, and well, not only physically, but of course, mentally and spiritually. I invite you guys to listen to this episode, and I advise you guys to bring an open heart and an open mind, as today's topic will be lengthy and also very informative. I'm so excited, and I hope you guys are too, so let's just jump right into it. Today we will be chatting about a topic that is necessary as we grow and adapt to this ever-changing experience we call life. I want to begin by inviting Jesus and His Spirit into this episode, and I hope that His loving and tender presence fills my voice and gives you a fresh and vibrant perspective on why following him and allowing him to impact your life is a beautiful way to experience life as a human. Now, everyone has this thing called free will and freedom to choose. So I only say this because this might ruffle some feathers, but I truly feel led to share this because the Holy Spirit wants us to grow closer to him. He is now opening himself up in a beautiful way, and I feel honored to share his glory to all of you here at Bluevie. Let it be known that no religious spirits live here as we continue to speak. We come to this earth to experience what it feels to be a human, and diversity is necessary to a loving, fulfilling life experience. I recommend that you listen as this to- I recommend that you listen as this is a topic that I believe he is giving us access to as we progress. Life is always changing, and especially in the past few years, people need to nourish their spirits, right, with everything that has gone on. Jesus is love. He is light. He is patient, and he is kind. He wants to provide healing in a compassionate and fruitful way. His love is a miraculous thing that everyone has to experience at least once in their lifetime. Once you experience it, however, you might not want to revert back to old ways. When I personally found him, my life changed for the better, and as we know, we can see his children and their relationship through the fruits of their life. As I've deepened my faith and walk with Jesus, he's blessed me with a unique insight to his character and purpose. This episode might, like I said, ruffle some feathers, and if that is the case, that is okay. I know this, he spoke this to me, but I will continue to be obedient as this is what the collective needs to hear in the present moment. If it doesn't resonate or if you are offended in any way, it is simply because you might not be ready to hear it. That is also okay. I advise you to take this back to him and ask him why this was placed in your path because I don't believe things happen by coincidence. And what it might mean in terms of a message from him. So, let us begin. Jesus, I want to convey, is the highest form of love and light, if not one of the highest. Once personally experienced, I believe, you grow your relationship with him and you begin to understand how he carries that high and vibrant vibration, right? I think many people will have a big awakening very shortly, and normally, you know, not many people will be prepared to understand who he truly is. 
I've spoken to quite a few people who I've already begun to see this and it's such a blessing because I'm able to see that and help as you know one does but I think it's a beautiful thing and I think that it's very prominent as this episode progresses right to be quite honest i think people's perceptions need to change in order to know and allow god to bless us with a beautiful and authentic life for centuries god and jesus has been portrayed in a slightly cookie cutter way now hear me out however those who come to have a deeper relationship with him eventually gain a different perspective which we know is a beautiful thing right and for everybody's different it's almost one of those things that you have to experience right in order to truly understand however there is a certain threshold that once you arrive many begin to become intimidated and run to what provides security which is fine god and jesus is always there however there comes a certain point in our walk with Christ when we have to move past that wall in order to personally elevate as well as elevate in our relationship with Christ. There is a multi-layered type of love that I believe he says is experienced by few because of their choice to stay where they feel secure. He says this is a he says this is just as beautiful as those who continue and choose to venture out farther evidently this is life and we have every right to choose how we experience it he loves us regardless and supports and provides provision throughout it all i want to pause really quickly and say that his spirit is currently present i tend to get kind of like itchy i don't know if you guys uh deal with the same kind of thing when translating such a precious voice This personally tells me that he is content, and with that in mind, I shall continue. Life is a precious thing, and very vast. I have found that a life with Christ in the center is truly peaceful. You know, I tell a lot of people recently in my coming to Christ that the one thing that I have found present in that experience and in Jesus is peace, right? The type of peace that you find in him quite literally doesn't have a way of explaining it's 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 just absolutely undescribably amazing right i think that's a well sought out desire in this experience i believe anyone and everyone should and come to christ and a religious spirit is what stops many He wants us to know that being spiritual beings in this human experience, his main desire for us is to simply have a relationship with us. He too is a spirit and once walked this earth, helping and healing others. As he transcended, he continues with this deep and utterly beautiful desire, and we know this as we grow closer to him. I want to speak shortly on this religious aspect because... It is truly not necessary to experience God's love. In the Bible, it even says that what he wants is a relationship with him, right? And he doesn't particularly love religion. We know religion to be highly strict in nature. And while strictness has its benefits, for example, in school, when you're trying to get you know your children's perspe- um, attention, 
you know, it's it also has its faults, right? When it comes to a love, a personal fulfillment, it tends to put up walls and blockages. I'll say that again. When it comes to love, a personal fulfillment, it tends to put up walls and blockages. I think that if you simply desire to experience love from a higher power and peace, then Jesus is the way to go. Pausing again to mention that this world is very faulty, but Jesus and his love is not. I find it interesting how we live in a world that asks of blessings from God, but continues to do unimaginably difficult things for our people. It's this mind manipulation that has caused others to cling onto a cookie cutter form of spiritual guidance. This is why a personal relationship with Jesus is necessary, as without it, a residence of a box will be what we captivate. I believe that opening our mind to who Jesus truly is, is important. We must come to understand Jesus in the form in which he currently stands, correct? This is incredibly spiritual. Allow me to expand. When we think of Jesus, many view him in a very physical way, such as with a beard and a long cloth clothing. However, if we think of where he truly lies, that would be in the heart, of course. So being that he lives in our heart and he physically isn't materialized, this would mean that he truly is the Holy Spirit. This is important to understand because it allows us to deepen our connection with him further, allowing us to progress through life with true intimacy and guidance from our Father, which unfortunately, if you fall short of that connection, true intimacy and guidance is difficult to obtain. However, he's always there. Remember, God is love, he is light, he is patient, and he is kind. He is all things at once and exists all around and within us. When we stray from, you know, a hearing and more lean towards a feeling, we can accept him in a much more universal and expansively beautiful way. I feel his presence currently and he remains happy as his spirit is being honored in such an enlightening way. Enlightening in the sense where you open the eyes of your beating heart to see the glorious riches of his spirit. The Bible holds so much truth, but it must be read with an open mind to understand how to interpret it in a way that will guide you through life. This leads me to talk about what it means to have an open mind. Very quickly, I think that the the term open mind is very... Somebody hears it and they think, oh, that's not, that's not of Jesus. But let me explain. I think that by now we have a simple and authentic understanding who Jesus is, right? So my question is to you, who is Jesus and what have you learned from our discussion thus far? I encourage you to pause this right now and ponder as well as think of it with your own perspective. This will allow us to accept him into our lives in an authentic way. Now that we've taken time to think over that question, I want to challenge you with the word open-minded. Many Christians and those with a highly religious mindset are not as open to this concept, like I said, and of course we know that is perfectly fine. Everyone is on their own timeline. 
However, it is a valuable asset to have in order to experience Jesus in his authentic nature. To have an open mind does not mean to worship anything at all. Having an open mind doesn't require any form of honoring any other source. To have an open mind simply means accepting the fact that there are many paths towards following and living for Jesus. Thus, why so many people have different experiences with coming to Christ. If, everyone, if everyone's experience was the same, testimonies wouldn't be as transformative and lovely as they are. Each different account shows God's love in a, such a universal and unique way. It shows his individual love for each one of his children, which is beautiful. <laughs> so, for instance, on the topic of yoga, many people in the church will say that this practice is demonic. This is simply not true, and is expressed by those who lack an open mind and possess a religious spirit. However, if you do view it with more, with a more open mind, you will relate really re oh my gosh i can't speak <laughs> you will realize that for some yoga provides lots of healing this may be in the form of you know post-surgery activity or even a post-depressive state both provide a way to move your body to encourage a positive state of well-being there's no worshiping going on there right I know many individuals, one in particular, who in order to reestablish their relationship with Jesus had to account for their health and well-being. Yoga helped this individual become balanced in mind, body, and spirit, which further allowed them to be better and process the word of Jesus and helped them lead a peaceful and fulfilling life. Glory to God. Having an open mind is also prominent in many other things such as numbers. Many individuals also block this out because of the demonic fear. However, if we come to know Christ in an expansive way, we understand that he's able to speak to us through absolutely anything. It's his creation. Now, must you do it in an idol, idolic, idol way? These, you know, that's not necessary. So, must we idol these worldly things as opposed to Jesus himself? Of course not. However, the most beautiful part of following Jesus is that intimacy that we obtain through a personal relationship with him. Opening your mind up with discernment to things such as numbers can help you understand him in a more deep and educational way. Life is much better understood and we should move through life, always learning and growing. For instance, when you see a number such as 444, we can ask Jesus, hey, I'd love to know what you're trying to convey. You know, I pray that you reveal that and bring me clarity. Later, he may guide you to a verse such as Isaiah 44, verse 4, which shows us how fruitful it is when we follow him and spend so much time rooted in his presence that in doing so, and if you know, you know, he will grow us abundantly, just as a willow tree. With an open love and healing is abundantly available to you. That said, 
I encourage you to open your mind to transforming worldly things in a way that honors and provides insight into the love and abundance of Jesus Christ. I pray right now that Jesus opens your mind to this precise and creative expression of his. Another topic I want to touch is that of enjoying life. I heard somewhere once that someone said their life is nothing of their own and that their only purpose is to talk about God and Jesus. While this is so amazing and absolutely should be done, there is fault. Jesus wants us to live a fruitful life. In fact, you hear him say this in Psalm 32 verse 8, as well as in Proverbs 4 verse 10. Besides this, we know here at Bluevie that we are more than what meets the eye. We are spiritual beings with a mind and body, all in which deserves prosperity and nourishments for a divine and balanced life. Point is, we have this precious life in front of us, and our one goal should be to live in a way that fulfills us and is a service to others. Let go of the need to be perfect and control every aspect of yourself and your life. That's not your job. That's Jesus. Be silly. Be careless. But also learn and know that you also need to be a service to people, right? Live, learn, and forget anything that makes you feel less of what you know you are and what you, who you know you are. You have a beautiful identity in Jesus and he wants the very best for his children. His spirit, furthermore, plays such an important role in our life. In order to talk about this topic, though, we must understand what is the meaning of sin. So, take a break, whatever you have to do, because so far we have talked about something so important. <laughs> it's quite a lot to unpack. So, before we get into this, I want to encourage you guys to take a breath, think about it, relate it to your own life do that. Moving forward, biblically, biblically speaking, people take this word far out of context, which leads to a boatload of guilt for no logical or necessary reason. Upon much research, a sin should not be looked at as such a demonic play. Instead of looking at sin in such a negative way, why don't we perceive it as a natural human flaw? Something we do because we are human and we make mistakes. Something that we can use to better ourselves instead of employing so much guilt and destruction. You know, some people, so many people, sin. And absolutely, spirits into such a dark and depressing hole. Excuse me. So many people sin and absolutely spiral into such a depressive and dark hole. How many people do you know commit a sin and they absolutely feel so guilty they feel like, oh my gosh this is horrible i feel disgusting first of all jesus forgives us before we even do it and second it's a part of life right we live in such a materialistic world so sinning to some degree is inevitable is inevitable does this mean we're horrible people no it's what we do after the sin that expands ourselves and helps us become better individuals. Eventually, we grow and desire not an ounce of sin to flow through our path. So, we work to be pure and loving souls to ourselves and fellow humans. 
The reason sin is not favorable is because it damages us and constructs our gift of living a fantastic life. So when you ask what role does this his spirit play in your life, you can say that he is life in itself. He is the foundation that allows us to build a strong and prosperous life through his doing. I'll be honest, this is a pretty tricky episode to end. Just because, you know, how do you stop talking about the love and presence of Jesus? Apart from that, I believe we covered some important points. To recap, we spoke about who Jesus truly is, what it means to have an open mind, as well as the role he plays in our life. Between these topics, we spoke on his part in all of this, right? As well as your divine right to a beautiful and authentic life. I think that at the end of the day, it really comes down to doing what you love and what makes you happy in order to live a good and fulfilling and productive life. I believe Jesus provides a beautiful perspective and opportunity if taken upon. We have to remember though that we are all on different timelines and paths and we can't force force others to do anything they are not ready to do. The goal is to live an authentic life and be a service to others. We can do this by living our lives and being an example for others to follow. Every day we face certain issues and challenges and I believe that each one should be taken and transformed into a useful tool that can be used to better ourselves and others. The love of Jesus and his presence is one that if the world would consider or accept would most definitely positively impact. I think like I think life is more beautiful and authentic when you take steps to nourish your spirits on a daily basis as often as possible. Things like praying, seeking peace in someone who knows more than, you know, I do, reading his word, and basking in the divine beauty that is my current placement on earth in this physical costume is what carries me from one day to the next. I understand the importance of nourishing your soul and I want to inspire you all to do it as well every day in a whatever way fulfills you most. I want to preface one more time that this is simply a personal perspective that comes from the spirit itself and is a wonderful aspect to what it means to be human, nourish your spirit, and knowing who Jesus is and what he is willing to provide for all of our lives. If you only experience his love once in your life, consider yourself blessed. His love is truly everlasting and will impact you in so many ways, definitely more than once. Ultimately, I hope this conversation not only gave you a different perspective on who Jesus is, but also nourished your spirit in a way that will allow you to live a life that is unapologetic and expansive to who you want to be in this lifetime. Your legacy and your purpose is one that will bring much fulfillment to yourself and others before you leave this earth. You want, right? You want to be able to say that you've tried everything and that you live life to the fullest, as commonly said. And anything to enjoy all the wonders that is this physical experience can provide. Our mind equips us so that we can perceive such a desire and carry it out to fruition. And our bodies give us the literal vessel that we use to move and perform such experiences in a real and lively way. I truly hope this chat spoke to you and gave you a fresh new perspective 
as well as a challenge to start living peacefully and abundantly. You deserve it, and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Leave this earth feeling fulfilled and crying tears of joy. As always, I hope this touched your mind, body, and soul. Until next time.